I had a fantastic time today. I got to co-host a podcast, a live podcast, with my good friend Oren Parker. Oren, I've mentioned a few times before, hosts his own podcast called Find the Good News. I'll put a link to his site in the description. Oren is uh, from a nearby city. I've known him for a little over a decade. And his podcast focuses on all the good and lovely things in our community. And he brings guests on that talk about it's, it's such a wide variety of things. I'm not going to try to name them all. Each one is so different than the other, but each one is lovely in its own way. And not just because I was a guest on one of them. Uh, episode 48, if you're so inclined to listen to it. It's a long form. It's a little longer than the ones I do. His are usually an hour and a half to, to two and a half hours long. But you could always break it up, you know, listen a few minutes a day. But uh, I suggest tuning in, even if you're not from the community. There, there's some interesting stories uh, from the guests that he brings on. And uh, check it out. That's Find the Good News. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. It's Find the Good dot news find the good dot news or you can just open up podbean and type in find the good news or your favorite uh, whatever app you're listening to my podcast on you can find find the good news as well so check him out i love orn and his wife michelle i got to meet her today she listens to the uh, feeling twisty hey michelle thanks for listening so i want to talk about my day today and imaginal acts Neville Goddard talks about all that. In fact, uh, that was my favorite slogan. I think I'd written it on all my doodles and journals and everything. Imagine, imaginal acts become facts. What we create or what we create in imagination becomes a hardened fact in the physical world. I don't believe what this physical world, this 3D world, I don't believe that is the only reality, that everything begins in imagination. And then we see it brought to life, projected on the screen of space. Like Mr. 2020 says, we see it show up in Echoville. And I've talked about that in other podcasts, so I've seen it show up in Echoville very quickly, especially when I'm in a crap mood. Uh, listen to that one, the, uh, A Bad Mood and the Broken Dishwasher. That was a fun uh, podcast. So anyway, before I left for the podcast, uh, the today's podcast, I just took a moment, just a quick little scene, imaginal scene. Uh, I talked about getting into a state akin to sleep where you just, your body is still and you don't necessarily have to get into a dark room and lie down on bed or recline. You can do it as you're driving, as you're sitting at the bar. You do, you're imagining all day long and while you're driving, I know I've done it. We we all do it. We're imagining all day long. You don't even realize that you've dropped into some imaginal scene, good or bad or indifferent, and you're dwelling on that scene in your imagination as you're going about your day. So this is not something that we can't do. Anybody can do this knowingly because we're doing it all day long unknowingly. So I just thought, what's What's, the, uh, what's one little scene that implies that it's done, that this was a fun time, that uh, we had a blast on the live podcast? 
And so all I did was just imagine me and my truck talking to Kim on the phone and telling her how much fun I had. In fact, the, in my imagination, I played through this little scene where I just said, hey, babe, oh, it was, it was a blast. It was fun today. And then she responds, oh, that's great. It sounded like you were having fun. And then I kind of played that scene through my mind just for a few seconds and collapsed it to a point, just a point from that scene. Me, from this case, it was me holding the steering wheel and hearing her voice and just excited, proud that it went well and honored that I was asked to be on the podcast. Just a moment of, oh, that was fun, that feeling. I dwelt on that for just a few seconds and felt the reality of it. Oh, it's done. And then I went about my, my day. I didn't worry about it again. I didn't think about, oh gosh, I hope this goes well. I hope the guests are lively. I hope I don't sound like an idiot. I didn't think about any of that. I did it. I knew it was going to be, uh, it was going to show up the same way as I imagined it because it was already done in imagination. And it did. I was driving home. I call Kim and I tell her how wonderful it went and she's excited for me. So it went so well. It was a blast today. Uh, I'm glad Orrin asked me. I know I've said that before. Another imaginal act that I want to talk about today, it has to do with today. I, uh, this was about an hour before I left to go to the other city where Orrin was hosting his, the live podcast. And I dropped lunch off at my wife's office. She dropped her, gave her her lunch, and she says, uh, oh, how are you going to deal with that, the traffic, when you're coming back from Sulphur into Lake Charles? If you're not from this area, but the bridge, we have a bridge situation on the interstate. They're rebuilding or resurfacing the top of the bridge, and it's caused massive delays, especially if you're coming from sulfur back into my hometown, into Lake Charles. I've talked to people that have sat in traffic for two hours, sometimes two and a half hours, because it's that bad. And so I hadn't thought about the traffic. I hadn't thought about the timing of the day, you know, getting out of the podcast and coming back to town in time to uh, get my son from work and, and do the things I needed to, to get done today. Thanks, Kim, for pointing that out to me. I hadn't thought about it. And then I started thinking about it. All the way uh, back from her office, I, I started thinking, oh, geez, how's this going to work? It's, it, the traffic's always so bad. That's why I don't get out at that time of day. I don't go to sulfur. What was I thinking? And then I stopped, stopped thinking that and reminded myself the only thing that needs to be done, there is no other cause other than myself. It doesn't matter what traffic reports say, what other people say. So on the way, uh, driving home from Kim's office to come back home before I got ready to leave to go to the podcast, I just imagined a simple scene that would imply I got home okay. I wasn't, I didn't need there to be no traffic. I didn't need to imagine up clear highways, no traffic at all. Wow, hunting is amazing. I got to go 90 miles an hour on I-10 because there was no traffic. All the cars were gone. No, all I wanted, my only goal, 
The only thing that needed to be done was to be back in town right when uh, my son got off of work. I needed to be here to get him from his job. And so that's all I imagined. I just imagined pulling back up into my driveway and thinking, oh, I'm going to use this in the podcast. So my imaginal act implying that I got home in perfect time was me deciding to use this story in the podcast today. So I knew it an hour before I even left home to go meet Orrin at his office. I knew I was going to be talking about this in the podcast because I knew it was done. So here's what happened. I leave Orrin's studio for Find the Good News. And, oh my gosh, traffic is hellacious. It's bad all over Sulphur. That town, it's crazy. The traffic, there are a lot of refineries in a lot of industrial areas around there. And, and then you have the schools getting out right at the same time. And everybody's trying to get on the interstate. So I could see from where I, the part of the road I had gotten to, that the interstate was completely de- at a dead stop. And so based on what reports had told me, that that was going to be at least an hour, hour and 10 minutes, I think the app said, delay in traffic. And then I thought, well, that's no good. I've got 30 minutes because Caius gets off. My son gets off at that time in 30 minutes. So I took an alternate route, still a lot of traffic because obviously I wasn't the only one that thought about the, uh, the uh, alternate route. So get on the, uh, on the highway, the alternate route, and slugging through traffic. And I did have a moment where I thought, geez, I, I know I felt it to be real. I know I imagined it done, already true. I wonder what happened. And then I reminded myself that, stop thinking like that. Don't get bumped. That's silly. You know what you did. You know it's already true. You already decided to talk about this on the podcast. The only thing, what I imagined was getting home in time to get my son from work and talking to you guys. I mean, that was my goal. And my imaginal act was talking to uh, the podcast, you on the podcast, about this. And so I just sat slowly moving through traffic, really not worried at all. I listened to a Neville Goddard lecture, The Law of Assumption. It's a great lecture. They're all great, but that's a really good one. Uh, Listen to it. You can pull it up on YouTube, The Law of Assumption. Anyway, listen to uh, a few minutes of his lecture. Get through traffic, get through town, through downtown, and I'm about a quarter of a mile away from my son's place of employment, and he calls and says, hey, you can start heading here to get me. And, and I said, buddy, it's perfect timing. I'm, I'm, I'm right around the corner. So I got exactly what I imagined, even though it appeared I wasn't going to get that. The traffic being a problem, I could have gotten bumped. I could have gotten upset. I could have cursed out and flipped off the guy in front of me, you know, who was letting everybody cut in front of him. But I didn't. I could have. But there was no need to because I wasn't in a hurry. I trusted in the fact of the imaginal act. And Kim asked me yesterday after uh, the podcast I did yesterday, uh, Keep Your Eyes on the Road, about when you are feeling it to be real, or as 2020 says, when you feel it real, or have a feel it real session. 
Neville Goddard calls it going into the silence. Uh, I like calling it going into the silence. I like just the word, uh, the word silence. It just, it, I like the way it makes me feel, even though that's entirely because I imagine it makes me feel that way, but I like it. So what do you do? How do you feel? What's the, is there a physical feeling? I didn't have a physical feeling, either one of those imaginal acts. When I imagined telling Kim, oh, it was great. It was a fun podcast. I didn't have a, any goosebumps or quivering lips or the shakes or vibrations anywhere. When I imagined telling you all about the, tr the traffic story, I just felt it done, this doneness. Um, Neville Goddard, I'm going to see if I can grab it my Kindle, and I'm going to read you the quote. He talks about the, the creative act. And when we're in imagination, and he's talking about the story of uh, Jacob in the Old Testament. Jacob, the word means supplanter, replacer. It replaces. And if there's, we're not going to get into Esau and Jacob today, but if you look at the spiritual representation, what, the, what their characters mean, Esau is hairy. He represents physical man, man, us, what we experience with our senses. Jacob represents our imagination. He replaces. We use our imagination to change what we don't want in our life, in our physical, in our physical world, or what we want to experience. So I'm going to read you the quote. Uh, Who wrestles with the angel? Jacob. And the word Jacob, by definition, means the supplanter. You would like to transform yourself and become that which reason and your senses deny. As you wrestle with your ideal, trying to feel that you are it, this is what happens. When you actually feel that you are it, something goes out of you. You might use the words, who has touched me, for I perceive virtue has gone out of me. You become, for a moment, after a successful meditation, incapable of continuing in the act as though it were a physical creative act. You are just as impotent after you have prayed successfully as you are after the physical creative act. When satisfaction is yours, you no longer hunger for it. If the hunger persists, you did not explode the idea within you. You did not actually succeed in becoming conscious of being that which you wanted to be. There was still that thirst when you came out of the deep. If I can feel that I am that which but a few seconds ago I knew I was not, but desired to be, then I am no longer hungry to be it. If you look in, the, in, in Genesis chapter 32, I never really knew this until I'd heard Neville pointed out and then pulled out my concordance. You know, if you're familiar with the story, if you grew up like I did with Bible stories, Jacob wrestles with the angel for a blessing. And that's when he changes, the angel changes Jacob's name to Israel, which means, just means he who rules as God. He, he blesses Jacob and it says he touches the hollow of his thigh at the beginning of the story. At the end of the story, after the sun rises on the new day, and Jacob is now Israel, it says the, that he limped, that the hollow of his thigh shrank. Well, the thigh is a euphemism for your, 
for his the loins, the creative parts of a person. And back then, that's how they they saw everything. That was the greatest power was the creation, giving birth, creating life. So that that's how they told the stories. In the, in the, so there are a lot of phallic representations in the Bible, but that's the creative act. We're mentally limp. We're done. And I'm not talking about quivering and shaking and screaming. You just know you're done. In the creative act, that imaginal act, that scene, you've created it and you feel the tones of reality and then you have this knowingness, this done. The only way to do, for you to know exactly what I'm talking about is for you to do this. Test yourself. Create a scene implying your wish is fulfilled. Even if it's something like this, like traffic, getting home in time to pick up your kid, having a great podcast. It doesn't, we always focus on things that we imagine are more massive than other things like a new job, financial freedom, a healing, a happy home. Those are all wonderful things. But we only imagine things are more massive than the other. Imaginal acts, our imagination is the solution that overcomes any imagined or seeming massiveness, massiveness to a problem. Regardless of the seemingly massive problem, our imagination has the solution to it. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.